Wings of Faith. I'm your host, Rabbi Yosef Trapper, and I invite you to join me as we go through powerful life lessons from Shah Habitachim based on the Shiorim of Rav Usher Zelig Rubenstein, Zechert Tzadik Lebracha. Episode 41, Wings of Faith. Tzadik Viralo, Shah Habitachon, Chapter 3. Bad Things to Good People. In the following section, Chobos Avovos tackles the age-old question of Tzadik Viralo, why do bad things happen to good people? This is an integral part of Shah Habitachon, as one may be discouraged from having mitachon, saying, I know many great people who relied on Hashem and had terrible lives. Chobos Avavos makes it clear that we can never fathom Hashem's plan while in this world, but we can understand in general terms some possible explanations for this phenomenon. Chobos Avavos. You may ask, why do we see that many righteous people do not attain sustenance except after great pain and toil, and yet many evil sinners live lavishly, enjoying great pleasures in life? The answer is that the prophets and righteous ones already asked this question. Why are the ways of the evil people successful? Yermio 12.1. Chavakuk 1.3 asked, Why do you allow injustice and those who sin to endure? He also asked in 1.4, Why does the evil man sometimes overcome the righteous? Why, Hashem, are you silent when an evil person overpowers the tzaddik? 1.13. Chavakuk. David pointed out to Hillam 73.12-13, The evil people achieve prestige. Has my effort to be righteous been for nothing? Another prophet stated, Malachi 3.15, They tested God and yet were spared pain. We find many similar verses asking this question of why righteous people suffer and why evil people prosper. The prophets never answered this question clearly because there is no general answer. Indeed, there is a specific reason why each righteous person has to endure suffering and poverty, but it is a not a one-size-fits-all. Similarly, when a rusher prospers, there is not one general answer to explain why Hashem allows it. Rather, each individual case has an exact calculation and precise explanation known only to Hashem. Moshe expressed this concept, Devarim 29.28, The hidden things are only understood by Hashem, and outer things are for man and his children to comprehend. The verse discourages us from asking the question, as the exact answer is known only to Hashem, and man is incapable of comprehending it. Hashem is a rock of justice and all his ways are fair. Devarim 32.4 Nevertheless, I will present some possible reasons as to why Hashem causes bad for the tzaddik and a number of reasons why Hashem may allow the Russia to prosper. Rebusher. What this means is that we can never understand Hashem's ways, but we can try to have a framework for seeing his justice. As we sing in the song of Karibon Olam, Lu Gevar, even if a man would live 1,000 years, he would still not be able to comprehend Hashem's calculations in how he runs the world. The answer, Chobos Halvavos. It is important to give an explanation here so that we can begin to understand the matter. There are five reasons why we find the tzaddik suffering in this world. Number one, it may be punishment for a sin that tzaddik committed, an aver that was not paid for with a full tshuva, a sin is not completely repented for, may still need to be repaid. Rebusher, crime doesn't pay. This is very scary. Sometimes Hashem makes sure to give the tzaddik punishment in this world so that he will not have to be punished in the next world. Conversely, we will see below that sometimes Hashem gives the Russia his reward in this world so that he will not get rewarded in Olam Haba. I want to share the story of Yankel and Maurice. Yankel was a tzaddik. He was traveling by foot from one town to the next when suddenly Maurice came through on his fancy carriage and offered him a ride. Yankel looked at him and was about to decline the ride not knowing if the driver was trustworthy and safe. Suddenly, he recognized him and said, 
Moshe? Is that you? I think I remember you from Cheder. Yes, it is. But I no longer go by that name. I don't believe in your religion. Why not? Because look at you. You have no olam haza, no pleasure in this world. Maurice, look at you. You have no olam haza. What do you mean, Yankel? I'm rich. I wear diamond cufflings, and I have a fancy carriage. No, Maurice. That's your olam haba, your future reward, being eaten up now in this world for the mitzvahs you did before you turned away from our faith. What a scary and powerful story. Do you want to eat up your olam haba in this world? I just read about a yid from Lakewood, named of Ezra Novak, Zechert Tzadik Lebracha, who passed away. He was a close Talmud of Aaron Cutler. I did not know him personally, but they wrote that he had no money when he moved to Eretz Yisrael, yet he would learn with his son the entire day. He served Hashem despite his pain, and when people asked him about his suffering and challenges, he would reply, Hashem has given me a kapara, atonements, for my sins. Chobos Avos, reason number two. Sometimes Hashem pains a tzaddik in this world in order to increase his reward in Olam Haba. As it says in Devarim 8.16, to test you in order that it should be good for you in the end. Ravasher, this is an explicit verse that he is quoting, as you can see. Hashem inflicts pain in order to test and thus give more reward in the next world. We have to be aware of the famous Ramban in Shar HaGamul that Rav Chatzkel used to quote to us often. Eov had the maximum Yisurin pain and suffering that a human being can endure. The Sutton was given permission to do anything to Eov except to take his life. Sutton killed Eov's wife and children, took away all of his money, and made him sick in bed with boils from head to toe. Ramban writes that one second of Gehenim is worse than a lifetime of Yisuri Eov. Think about those words for a moment. Let's explain this statement. On the one hand, nobody would commit a sin if he or she knew that they would get Yisuri Eov as a punishment. But we can't picture this in our minds, or we would have no Nisayun anymore and would lose our free will. Let's say there was a public torture chamber, and anyone who sinned would get the most horrific tortures. Well, people would be terrified to sin. This is how bad Gehenim feels. We were able to know this intellectually, yet still have free will when our desires are pushing us to sin. On the other hand, Ramban also says that one small bit of Yisurin in this world forgives much Gehenim. These are two amazing things to contemplate, and Rav Chatzkel hammered them home. Gehenim is terrible, but we must know also that any pain we have in this world wipes away from our Gehenim balance in the next world. It's easier to get a kapara forgiveness in this world instead of in the next world. Kapara in this world is wholesale. In the next world, it's retail. Tzadikim try not to benefit from this world. I merited visiting the Stipler Gone many times. He was very poor, lived simply, and didn't eat much. When he was sick and weak, he stopped eating almost altogether due to his pain. His doctor told the family to make him eat and suggested that they give him something that he likes, such as ice cream. His sister started laughing. My brother never ate ice cream in his life. He was not into Olam Haza. He learned and wrote Kehilas Yaakov. That was his joy in life. He spent his life borrowing and repaying money so that he could support people in need. The printer would let him print copies of his farm for free, and when they were sold, the stipler would pay back the printer. He kept meticulous records of his accounting to ensure it was taken care of according to halacha. One day before he passed away, he was very happy, and his caretaker asked him why. He said, I'm all paid up, and I don't owe anyone anything. He was all paid up financially, but those present reported that they understood this to mean that he felt he had gotten a kapara for all of his sins and owed Hashem nothing in that department either. He passed away the next day. The father of Aaron of Bells, the Sar Shalom of Bells, was a happy person who slept and ate well. His son, Rav Aaron, never slept more than 30 minutes at a time. 
yet a gabai who woke him up every 29 minutes, as I mentioned earlier. He barely ate and lived a life intently focused on davening that Hashem should save Kalah Yisrael. They asked Ravarin why he was so different from his father, who was so calm and who would eat, sleep, and smile easily. Ravarin replied, I cannot compare to my father. I can't handle his lofty level. I can only abstain, whereas he was at the level where he was able to partake of his world and still remain deeply connected to Hashem in his heart. We all know a story in Bava Metziah 84a about Rabbi Yochanan and Rish Lakish. Rish Lakish was the head of the bandits and was living a life of crime when Rabbi Yochanan met him and persuaded him to repent. Rabbi Yochanan exclaimed, Your strengths deserve to be used for Torah. If you commit yourself to learning, I will give you my beautiful sister to marry and I will support your journey. Rish Lakish accepted and lived a life of greatness, achieving mastery and leadership in Torah. The Medrash, Kohelis Rabba 115, recounts that after Rish Lakish passed away, he was reunited with his cronies in heaven from his past life. They were being punished for their sins, while Rish Lakish was given a wonderful Olam Haba full of rewards. They asked, hey, that's not fair. He was one of us. He was a bandit too. The Medrash answers that Rish Lakish had repented while alive and turned his life around, yet they had failed to do so. We can add an additional answer based on Chobos Halvos. Any pain that Rish Lakish suffered in life was a kapara for his earlier sins. When he suffered in this world and yet remained faithful to Hashem, this elevated him to great levels and atoned for his previous wrongdoings. Thank you for joining me in that excerpt from Wings of Faith, a full elucidation of Shara B'Tochen, spiced with powerful lessons and stories that bring B'Tochen to life, based on Mishurim of Rav Asher Zeli Rubenstein Zatzal. Learn more and purchase at laveheres.com.